Welcome back to the Love Intently Podcast, friends. I'm Sophie Kwok, your host and the founder of Love Intently, where our mission is to empower you to have thriving relationships with yourself and others. And I am so, so, so excited to be back. I know I've been gone for a few months and a lot of you have messaged me wondering what's happening, if we're still going to do the podcast. And I just have to say that those messages have been so encouraging. Um, Even though I disappeared for a few months there, I've had people reach out from all over the world, sending affirmations and encouragement and just the impact that we've made, which has honestly kept me going in the last few seasons where I just kind of entered a slump and I'm going to go in and I want to loop you in on what's been happening and the creative burnout that I've experienced and how I got myself out of it and also what's to come of this podcast and I'm so excited for the things that we have in store this year, the guests we have, the events we have coming. It's going to be a really special season. So first, before I dive into all of that, I want to share an incredible event that is up and coming. It is happening on February 13th. I am doing a live podcast recording at the Austin Proper Hotel. If you haven't been to the Austin Proper Hotel, which just opened, it is jaw-dropping. I mean, the space is just absolutely beautiful. And so when they reached out and asked if I was interested to host a live podcast recording there, I said, heck yeah. And so our guest will be Jessica Honiger and Elsa Morick. These ladies are absolutely phenomenal. They inspire me every single day. Elsa is a certified dating coach based in Austin, Texas, and she helps millennials find love in the swiping era. Her mission is to facilitate meaningful connections in a world where they're going extinct by empowering you to take control of your love life. She is on fire. I love a lot of the content that she's put out about relationships and online dating. And as someone who is a success story from online dating, I will say it absolutely sucks until it doesn't. I haven't shared much about that part of my story, which I plan on this season, but Elsa is going to give us all the insights of how to really create the relationships that we want in a world where it feels so hard to do in person now and how to do that via apps or online. Jessica Honiger is the founder and co-CEO of Noonday Collection, a fast-growing social impact fashion brand dedicated to designing and selling an inspired collection of jewelry and accessories made by artisans in vulnerable communities. And guys, her story of how and why she found a new day collection is so special. So this is definitely an episode you don't want to miss. She empowers women from the U.S. and from these vulnerable communities. And she makes incredible, beautiful pieces, some of which I own and absolutely adore and love. In 2017, Jessica won the & Young Entrepreneur of the Year for Central Texas and Noonday Collection was featured in Inc. Magazine in 2015 as a list of 5,000 fastest-growing companies in America at number 45. Jessica is also the host of the Going Scared podcast, a multifaceted show for the multi-passionate person with a focus on courage and social impact. Her first book, Imperfect Courage, was released in August of 2018. 
At this event, you can expect to laugh, cry, and get invaluable insights into building a thriving relationship with yourself and others, and also what that means to build a life that you love intentionally. And guys, we only have like 40 seats for this event. We're still figuring out the numbers, I know, um, so that might change a little bit, but we are wanting to cap it at a fairly low number just because we want this to be really intimate and special. And I have a feeling that we're going to completely sell out pretty quickly. So this is something you want to hop onto if you are interested. So what happened in 2018? I know the last podcast episode was the one I did with Zach and I released that probably, I want to say September or October And 2019 was a year that I dedicated to healing emotionally at all cost. And I mean, it's the first year that I've ever really committed to therapy and committed to going consistently and getting the emotional help that I needed. I think a lot of times we see physical traumas as something that you should rehab and heal while emotionally we don't treat emotional wounds the same way. And so for me and my story, what happened was in 2018, I uncovered trauma that I was never fully aware of. And this happened from me being at this event where this woman was sharing her story so vulnerably and she named her trauma. And I was sitting there being like, oh my gosh, that's so awful. I know exactly how that feels. And then realizing, oh my gosh, I know exactly how that feels because that happened to me. And it was the first time I ever admitted to myself that it was something that shouldn't have happened to me, that it was wrong. And so from there, I mean, it just started to make a lot of sense of how I self-soothed and coped. And I will share the details of all this in another podcast episode. It's just not something that I've really ready to share at this very given moment, but it's something that I've kind of become passionate about because these are the types of things that creep into our relationships if we do not heal from them. And I think it's so powerful when we do. But anyway, so that was happening on top of, I was just going, 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 and I hadn't really stopped and rested in a really long time. And creatively, I, in retrospect, realized that I have not let myself make or do anything creatively for fun in a super long time. I mean, for years and years, I just made myself do creative stuff for work always. I mean, I love doing the podcast, but there's a part of it that you know, is monotonous and I'm kind of creating similar social graphics over and over again and I love it and it's a part of our consistency and our brand. But also, I just really craved the part of just like free creation. And so that was something I realized like, man, I am completely creatively zapped. Like the idea of me having to make one more thing just felt awful and that was really weird for me. I mean, I'm somebody that normally (laughs) has to do stuff. Like I, there's not a day that I don't think about making something, you know? So that was really 
just bizarre for me. But then on top of all of this, I had all of these health things starting to creep up. I dislocated my shoulder in August, I believe, or September, one of those two months. And then I dislocated it two more times at the end of the year which was pretty scary because it's my right arm. I need it every single day. I'm right-handed. Um, and then I had some mega like skin issues pop up and gut issues, and I just felt like a wreck, and I was really, really stressed about it too because a lot of the things that were happening to me were things that nobody could agree on what was wrong. And so for a while, I was just at a loss. I mean, and... <laughs> To top it off, I'm somebody that can very much avoid my physical needs for a long time until I absolutely can't. And I think this was one of those things where it like I was like, oh, it's just a small little rash. It'll go away. And then it didn't. And it just grew and grew and grew. And it was, it was kind of awful. But by the end of the year, by through resting and all that, I finally got all that under control and I was still very creatively burnt out. And so I was just kind of like, damn, what do I do? And then I remembered a bunch of my friends had recommended this book called Artist Way, where it's all about helping people that are, you know, maybe have creative writing blocks or are artists and they just can't seem to create anything. And, and it just really felt like it was where I was at. And my boyfriend had been doing it. One of my best friends, Emma, had been doing it. And so I was like, all right, fine. I'll finally give this thing a try. And it worked. I mean, I found myself just letting myself make the ugly thing. I was painting. Painting has kind of been my medium since I was really young. I mean, I don't really do very realistic art anymore. Most of my stuff is pretty abstract, and it's just what I'm inspired by lately. And I let myself go to different workshops for just creative things. And slowly, my creativity came back, and I became really excited to create again and became really excited about this podcast, and I was finally able to come out of this fog, and it's been incredible since. And so for the creatives out there that can relate and feel burnt out, first of all, you're not alone. Second of all, if you're not creative, you probably are. It's just not something you've ever harnessed. And that's also why I would recommend Artist Way. It's just been a really powerful, powerful experience. And all in all, though, 2019 was really incredible. I started an extremely healthy relationship. I got to go to two international weddings. And I finally became less avoidant and more secure with my finances, my health, and my trauma. And so the reason I want to share all of this with you is I think like to reiterate that Instagram isn't accurate for what's actually happening in people's lives and that it's okay if these things happen to you, if you become creatively burnt out, if you start to have health issues, like yes, focus on yourself and heal from those things and how okay it is to finally admit that you might need emotional support. Therapy has been one of the best things that I did for myself. I'm not really seeing that therapist anymore. I decided I wanted to switch to a different type of therapist just based on research that I've done. I wanted to try other forms of therapy, but I just think that I had so much resistance before 
to therapy because of the financial investment that would need to happen. But the main reason I started digging in was because I saw it impacting every area of my life. I was like, holy crap, this thing that I've held on to and kept buried for so long and self-blamed and all this stuff has been creeping into how I handle professional relationships and how I've been showing up in romantic relationships and how I show up in friendships. And before I did all this emotional work was very, I was very happy until I wasn't. Like I would shove a lot of emotional or negative emotions aside and then I would have these outbursts to the people closest to me and I would feel so ashamed about it and feel like I needed to hide and and just like get really down on myself but you know once you start learning how to manage negative emotions and seeing negative emotions as a pointer and a helper it's life-changing. So one of the tools that I picked up this year is whenever something negative comes up or fear, especially fear comes up, I've learned to embrace it. So for instance, today, actually earlier today, I just had a huge wave of sadness come over me and I was just like tearing up and crying and I couldn't really understand why. And I embraced the sadness and said, hey, sadness, I see you. I think you're trying to tell me something. What do I have to learn from you? And by embracing it and welcoming it, I get to choose how I respond. And I think that's the same for fear. So a lot of times, previously, the way I've been raised was to ignore fear, to push fear away, to to just get over it. I mean, that's how I dealt with fear. And... It never really worked. But now, when I am really afraid of something, but it's something that I know I need to overcome, like for instance, maybe this podcast episode was something I would have previously been really afraid to do, I would say, hey, fear, thank you for trying to protect me. I see you and I hear you, but I'm going to choose to do this anyway, and this is going to be really healthy and I'm excited for it and I promise it's safe. And I think that's the same for relationships. I mean, honestly, we're going to do an episode about this, but becoming secure as a single woman was one thing, but becoming secure in a relationship and really practicing those principles was a whole other thing. And that is one very exciting thing I have happening is I'm going to bring on Annabelle Dura back on Um, she is going to share and we're going to have this conversation about what it means to be secure while you're in a relationship versus moving towards secure from anxious and avoidant. Um, that's been a very powerful and popular episode. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I would highly recommend it. People from all over have expressed that that episode helped them move towards healing, which is all that we could have ever wanted. But yeah, that has been a very powerful thing is because I still had all of this fear in in being in a serious relationship, even though I really wanted to be secure. When my boyfriend and I first started dating, I had a lot of those moments. But the thing that helps most is me sitting there and just saying, hey, I see you, fear. Like, I know you're really afraid, but this guy is treating me really well and has no real signs of 
why I should be afraid. So let's do this thing. That's the first thing is embracing your negative emotions as well as your positive emotions. But secondly, the next thing is the concept of wellness. My word for 2020 is well. And one really big thing that was just highlighted over 2020 is just health and wellness. My aunt got diagnosed with breast cancer, I believe this last year. And it was really hard on our family. She's the closest aunt I have. And when she was first diagnosed, like her and I were FaceTiming and I was just telling her that I was there for her and wanted to support her and just like how much I loved her. And she was just like, Sophie, I think this happened to me because I haven't been taking care of myself. Like I haven't been sleeping. I've been working way too much. And she and I are very similar in the sense that she was a graphic designer by trade initially. She's like the creative in our family she loves to work just like me and we're really passionate about the things that we do and I am the same way I mean I did not I for the longest time I mean six hours was a win for me sleeping that much and she was just like I don't think I've given my body enough time to regenerate and I know this seems so obvious but I think we live in a culture where it's like work endlessly until you can't and that's how you'll be successful and that's what it do whatever it takes and all of this and do it for the sake of impact and be the unicorn and all that which I guess is great in theory but when it comes down to it we have finite bodies we have finite resources and we have a finite time and so when it comes to our health it really needs to be number one yeah that's something that I've always really struggled with and so I'm slowly rebuilding my relationship with food and wellness one step at a time I mean one really hard thing for me has been my shoulder honestly is I haven't been able to do weights and the high intensity workouts like I'm used to and those are the things that I love but I'm it's not what's best for my body at this moment so I've had to like completely relearn how to exercise and also with all the skin stuff I've ha- I had happening the doctor literally told me that I wasn't allowed to get really hot or sweat for like two months which I was really frustrated with because I wanted to exercise during the holiday months because you tend to eat more and I had to just slow down and not. So yeah, that was kind of my 2019. It was incredible. I got to go to two international weddings and do all this really fun stuff and had incredible opportunities come up. And also it was really hard and exhausting and scary at times. With all that being said though, I am very excited for 2020. It's already been proven to be an incredible start of the year. I'm planning on doing at least four total live events and I want to do more workshops. And we have really special, incredible guests. I mean, you heard me talk about Jess Honiger and Elsa Morick, and we also have Katie Yurko coming on. Her episode also releases today, so go dive into that one if you want a more traditional Love Intently podcast episode. And also, 
And Valdura is going to be coming back on with me, and we're going to dive into different topics. She is one of my closest friends, and she's doing some really exciting stuff, so I want to bring her on to share about that. And also, I think her and I just have really powerful conversations that I want to share with everyone. And so this season is really about what does it look like when you create a life that we genuinely love? And what does it look like to create a relationship with ourselves and others that is healthy and powerful and intentional? And the last thing that I will bring up is I found myself at the end of 2018 and the beginning of 2019 and throughout 2019 really was that so many times I'd gone after what I loved but I like really hated my life during it and I was doing it out of like sacrifice and whatever and it was because I would cut all the things that I love out of it and just focus on doing or the work or whatever and I think that's necessary in some seasons but it's not productive long term and so man this year I'm really going to explore what that means to be a well-rounded human that really thrives in the areas that are most important and to be balanced and to have fun and be in alignment the whole way, the whole freaking way. So I'm going to bring on guests to share a lot about that. And one more thing I'm going to do is to have more conversations with some of my best friends and influential people on the show, because I think those are the ones that serve to be the most impactful. They've been the most impactful on me And also, they're the ones that I tend to be the most vulnerable on, and I think there's so much power in those types of conversations. I think we see ourselves in them. I know in the episodes that I found to be most powerful from other hosts are definitely the ones where they're the most vulnerable and personable. So anyways, thanks for tuning in today, guys. This is going to be a short episode. I just wanted to share with you guys the year that I had and the year that I'm looking forward to. And before I log off, I wanted to do one more last shout out for the live podcast recording event that we have happening on February 13th here in Austin, Texas at the Proper Hotel. You can go to my website at loveintently.com or the proper hotel to find the event link. Uh, But it's also posted on Facebook or if you just Google live Love Intently podcast, it will come up um, with proper hotel. And secondly, there is a super fun online event that my friend Casey from Borderless Stories is doing. And I will be doing a very exclusive attachment style talk on there and so I'm gonna also link that in the show notes if you're interested but yeah so many fun things happening in 2020 there are any guests that you would like to see this season please send them over to me via email or dms you can shoot it over at hello at loveintently.com or just go into instagram and dm us with the guests that you would love to see and also the questions of these guests that you would like to ask I always like to get your input because you guys are incredible and I cherish every single one of you. So thank you again for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your patience and grace. It has been a wild last 12 months and I'm so excited to dive into more with you. So until next time with love and intention. Mm -hmm.